interest rates go up, that bond is not worth the same amount. I think this has had an overall negative impact for the banking industry. Banks are having to take a pretty significant loss. Welcome to the Next Generation Podcast presented by Generations Bank. I'm Luke Hannon. I'm Max Harrell. Max, what goes into creating an entity name? Do you have an LLC? No. I don't have one either. I might eventually, but we've seen some squirrely names out there. Yeah. There's some fantastic names out there. People do a good job because really no one's ever going to see it unless you purchase real yeah. estate with them. <laughs> and it's on the contract. And you're like, why did you name it C3PO? Yeah. Uh, you know, I had a, pistachio. Uh, um, I had a customer name one after a... Uh, uh, a character from Caddyshack, which I thought was incredible. I haven't seen that. It's rated R, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot you were 16. Well, when it was big, I was really little. And then... Uh, when it was big? <laughs> yeah. You mean in the... Speaking of... I mean you, in the 80s? <laughs> yeah. I mean, so little. Yeah. Speaking... Have you seen Big? Yeah. That's a good movie. <laughs> Well, how can you spin off of Caddyshack to Big? Because I said when it was Big. Big is a great movie. Okay, do you, have you ever played golf in your life? Yeah. It's almost a rite of passage that you watch a certain <laughs> amount of movies to be a golfer. I've seen Happy Gilmore. Happy I've Gilmore's one. Full Swing documentary. Okay, not one. <laughs> Maybe it might be eventually. I don't think so. What else is there? Um, there's like The Legend of Bagger Vance. Never heard of that. Greatest game ever played. Oh, Shia LaBeouf. Yes, and he's dude. Got leg- that legend fancy of hat. yes, and Legend of Bagger Vance is Will Smith, Matt Damon. Those are good guys. Yeah, I think I, I haven't met them. Yeah, I mean, I assume they're good guys too. But <laughs> anyways, you know it's a good movie. But yes, have you seen the Bond films? Yes. What do you want to talk about today? Wow. Bonds, maybe? Bonds. <laughs> 007? 007s. Should we start nicknaming them 007s? The Bonds? Yeah, instead of the Bond portfolio, it's the uh, 007 portfolio. No, really. We're talking bank bonds. I don't know much about bonds, okay. unfortunately. And you are the Bond Master. The Bond Master. You're going to be my dojo no, uh, not dojo. My sensei today. Sensei, and this is our dojo. This is our dojo. Hey, <laughs> uh, so I've jo- been reading a lot about bonds, though. Good. I will say, good. Wildly confused. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so it, it, it's 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 a fixed income instrument. Okay. All right, that uh, represents a loan made by an investor to a borrower. Um, and they're typically used, uh, by companies, municipals, municipalities, states, um, governments, you know, we are treasury bonds. Um, and the owners of those are the, are the, uh, debt holders and, uh, or, or the creditors of the certain issue. So I'm all crossed up. All right. <laughs> So, um, I'm trying to stay with you. I understand. (laughs) So, give me an example. I heard the word borrowers and lenders, maybe. Yes. Who would that be? Yeah. So, 
a good example is so for for the expansion of Razorback Football Stadium, okay. the three hundred million dollar expansion. Yes, we need right. that. No, that that did just recent that recently happened to. Oh, to, the um, one we just did. Yeah. Oh darn. To complete we need another one. Complete the <laughs> uh, the north end zone. Okay. So the the I don't remember if it was the university or the state issued bonds to essentially take uh, take money from investors who give them you know pools of money uh, to complete that renovation to complete that that issue, but it's packaged as a security that you you will get paid back um, either on a certain time frame um, at a certain interest rate. And, and so it's typically it typically works that way. Does that make sense? That makes sense. So I give the university twenty million dollars. Yes, and they say they're going to pay me back over the next ten years. My twenty million dollars plus five percent annually. Is that an absurd uh, example? Oh, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, to a degree, because the payback structure is different than the typical. Than a typical structure that we might use here okay. at the bank. Um, so, but it's typically you know corporate or 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 government created, if that makes sense. Okay, which you just can't trust. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. not from a good old boy like big Max C, Harrell. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> big C and Big G there. So, yeah. Um, okay. So I've been reading a lot about the bond market. So there's a bunch of these bonds out there, like the, you said, the treasuries. Yeah. Treasuries. Treasury departments. Yeah. There is a, uh, there's a large bond, bond market um, and banks and other investors. So the bank, uh, most banks are credited, accredited investors. uh, So they have the opportunity to, you know, purchase securities and uh, in, invest in these securities, and so uh, you know, uh, just as a as an individual of an investor would have the opportunity to do that. So I can go buy, yeah, a bond, yeah, or purchase a security. Is that yes? Rather, what yeah, I, should I mean, say? It's, yeah. Well, same buy, thing. Buying a bond is fine. Buying a bond. Yeah. Where do I do that? Where? Yeah, I'm kind of in the mood today to go buy a bond. <laughs> Well, there's 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 just a security. There, there's brokerage firms um, that are that are out there. Um, okay, you know I think you can do that through many traditional avenues. Um, you know I think Stevens Investments offers that uh, would be one, um, and then you know whoever is you know like a local uh, Robin Hood wealth, wealth management. Robin Hood. I don't know about what Robin Hood. So what's the difference? I know the bond market, when I am watching Jim Cramer daily. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I don't watch. I, no, no, I stay away from it all. But there's a high, the reason I'm interested by this is because the bond market highly affects or is affected by a lot of things that relate to being a banker. Am I right on that? Sure. Or does it, is it the influencer or does it become influenced by, say, rate hikes, uh, inflation, economic charts? <laughs> well, um, or is it the influencer? I would say probably yes to, 
to both. Um, there's probably a, a symbiotic relationship there between the two. So, you know, you know with how it works, but, um, you know, specific to the recent interest rate hikes, you've got, uh, you've got a considerable amount of bonds that were purchased at very low rates. And we talked about this with Silicon Valley Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when interest rates go up, that bond is not worth the same amount at a very high, at a high, in a high rate high rate interest environment. Why? Because you can go out and buy the exact same bond at let's just call eight percent. Okay. Where it was at three percent two years ago. So, when interest rates go up, bond prices bond, go up. Bond values values bond values go down. Bond values go down. Correct. Existing bond values go down. Yes. But new ones are up from what they used to be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I was saying. When I when I turn on CNBC or whatever it might be, Market Watch, and they show a, a graph of the 10-year treasury or whatever bonds they might be, it's a little different because let's say I buy a stock of uh, Max Harrell LLC – for a hundred dollars, uh, it's worth more than that. But okay, a hundred dollars in let's say a month, it's worth a hundred five dollars. Pretty good, mm-hmm. pretty good return, five percent. Yeah, I can sell that stock and cash out a hundred five dollars. That's kind of the only way that I've interpreted bonds because when I see these graphs, it's a percentage instead of a dollar amount. Is that right? A percentage of like a ten-year treasury has a, it's around five percent right now. Yeah. Oh, I understand. But stocks what you're are in dollars. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm seriously playing the. Uh, you're, you're talking about the interest rate. You're, yeah. So, so yeah. It, it is it is highly tied to the interest rate environment. Okay. As stocks are not necessarily that that way. Okay. Speak to me like uh, in CD terms. I can understand a CD. Okay. Certificate of deposit. Correct. Yeah, five percent CD. So you go out as a consumer. You, you are they similar? Uh, we can we'll tie them together. So okay. you go out as a consumer and you think that a three percent CD is the highest it's going to be for the next eighteen months. So you play the game. The game being the interest rate game. Fun. Which which <laughs> I do think we need to go back and talk. We will go back and talk about later as to why that is absurd to play that game. But nonetheless, let's play the game. Let's go out 3% is where we want to, um, where we want to invest $100,000 in a CD. Okay? All right. So you're going to take that for a fixed period of time. So let's say 12 months. So you think in 12 months, 3% is going to be the highest interest rate that you're going to be able to get on a very safe asset like a CD, right? That would probably be the safest asset that you can have besides a, a treasury, you know. Um, or a Ford. A Ford. F-150. That's right. Built Ford tough. <laughs> so interest rates keep going up. What is the value of your CD, if you want to put it in that terms, when interest rates and CDs are now being offered at 5%? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? 
So you kind of you kind of you lost out on two percent there. The value. The value. Does that make sense? Right. So the bond market would be selling these bonds where if you get a CD, you're kind of just hanging on to it. Am I wrong? Well, for the investor or for the person, um, you know, the, the, the debt holder, you know, the person investing, you could sell, but you would, you would realize a loss if, if rates were to go up from where you originally purchased it at. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Who would be buying these bonds back? There's a market. There, there is a market, a bond market out there. It's like, like the same a virtual thing. mall. It's the same thing as a stock market. You know, you there is a there's a physical location for a stock market, as in you know New York and I don't believe Chicago it. and some of that kind of stuff. But the stock market is theoretically whenever and wherever you you can a, a transaction is made. So it's the same thing. Okay, it's a bond market. So bonds are created of all sorts of different types okay. of of indebtedness is essentially what they are. And they're, you know, they're rated as all the way from AAA, you know, um, to, you know, I think there's a D-rated bond, you know, which is based off of the risk classes that these bonds have. So um, for the most part, a AAA-rated bond, you're probably going to get paid back on. A D-rated bond, there's a high risk of default. So, um, you know, and that A, B, C, D, and goes on down. So... Um, Real quick, 10-year treasury. Yes. Say it's 5%. Yes. What are the actual terms of that? I know I just said 10-year and 5%. Is that 5% annually? Well, th- that's where it kind of gets into this concept of yield to maturity. So okay. it, it it's a calculation, and, and it works more off of yield and duration and modified duration, and that will be... It's very, it's a complex calculation, um, but if you just want to take it for simplified terms, the goal is to get paid back 5% by the end of the term. 10 years in that case. Yes. And and I, as far as how it's compounded, um, I'm not exactly sure on how, how it's c- compounded, but you do make interest on that. So if you bought a 10 year treasury bond, like you're going to make interest all the way through the 10 years, but you're also going to get paid principal back. Gotcha. And you're going to get, does that make sense? Yeah. Through, through that time frame. Yeah. That makes um, sense. Yeah. But some pay off early, some pay off. Well, yeah. If time. you have something that's valued super highly, then you're probably going to want to sell, it'd probably be more advantageous to just right. sell it off. So, yeah. So, I mean, think about why the government would issue bonds. Let's think. Build roads. Hmm. They build roads. We're fill potholes. You know, um, I, I would assume some of it goes to pay debt. I, I you know, pay the debt Hopefully. that we have. Um, you know, so there's 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 various different ways. Um, stimulus checks. <laughs> paying for our own stimulus check. I don't think that's the way it's going, <laughs> but. Um, but there, there are several different reasons that the that the government would issue bonds. Well, bonds are a lot. <laughs> I need a. If you got any good bond books, I'd love one. But I knew though, I do know they tie very heavily to interest rate hikes 
And I know we talked about the influences. Interest rate hikes, I read today, they might stay the same in November. Yeah, there's they're kind of all over the place. But, you know, the, the Fed does a dot dot plot that... Um, dot plot. Yeah, they, they put out there where they say they think their interest rates are going to go. It's pretty comical, honestly, to look back at some of those things. Both economists and... I told your dad, economist and weatherman. They're just so off. It's pretty... I mean, and it, I don't know why you would even... I, I guess you're paid to guess, but... Um, <laughs> But yeah, they're not guessing. Weathermen are at least trying to just guess for the most part 10 to 14 days out. These <laughs> yeah, guys are guessing like multiple years in advance and quarters in advance and stuff. And So I've only really looked to the end of this year, only two more meetings. Yeah. What would influence a decision in the for these next two meetings? Oh, gosh. Inflation. Mr. Economist. Well, inflation... Um, would be the main one. Uh, you know, I think that that's it's pretty clear that that the Fed are, um, that the Fed chairman is hyper focused on inflation. Yeah. So, um, I would honestly just tell you that that it, that indication would be, you know, because it kind of peaked back up a little bit, right? Um, but stayed steady for the most part over the last two or three months, and. uh and they decided not to raise them any longer. Yeah. So, we'll it says see. the Fed can uh, for sure claim progress on inflation, but they definitely can't claim victory. Yeah. Victory. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and and that would be really hard for them to do. And, you know, and I don't think we have any idea on when or how, um, when, mainly when they're going to stop raising rates. But, you know, that this... This impacts institutions like like Generations Bank. Yeah, how has it impacted the bank? Yeah, I mean, overall, obviously, and I think my dad actually talked about this last time he had him on, but typically high-rate interest environments is favorable um, in the banking industry just because you earn more on the dollars that you, on, on your assets and the dollars that you loan. So, um, however, with the way that this has happened, it it is has been a little bit interesting for the industry to to absorb. So I think for the most part, asset yields rose, but they were so low that they that some of them have not risen as quickly as um, as uh, as others. Um, you know, from a loan portfolio standpoint, because. You know, if you think about it, if you've got a three-year fixed loan and loan rates were at three, three, four percent two years ago, that loan could still be at three, four percent. I mean, that's not a tremendously long fixed period of time. So, um, so that's interesting. It, and and so typically, asset yields or loan yields move a little bit higher than than your deposit or liability yields. So, um, and in this case, it's it's probably almost an inverse to where, um, you know, depositors and deposit money actually kind of started increasing faster. So um, that's atypical for this type of environment, but it just speaks to the nature of how quickly they wrote, they, they ri- risen, they rosen, <laughs> rised. 
I don't know, but I'm going to Silver Dollar City this weekend, and I will rise. You will on rise a, on a coaster, <laughs> and you will fall. You went like that, yeah, yeah. And so think about over at think my about it's like interest rates. Yeah, that's right. Oh boy, she's gonna really be. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just, just a speech she, therapist. She's gonna say you slurred your. Do not say the word tees. interest rate. Can you slur your the entire tees? rest of the time? Tees are a hard one to mess up. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so so the. I guess what I'm trying to say is I think this has had an overall negative impact for the banking industry. It's affected capital standards, but mainly because of what we talked about earlier, that the bond portfolio um, is that it is an asset for, for most banks uh, is so negatively impacted and banks are having to take a pretty significant loss. And the way that that's uh, computed on the balance sheet or shown on the balance sheet is a, is a hit to capital. Okay, so let me put this all together. Interest rates go up. Yep. Bond values correct go down. Yes. So all the bonds that were invested in or securities that were purchased within, you know, 18 months before uh 18 months before today, so before interest rates really went up. That's kind of the hit you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. 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 So just that 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 lag right there is kind of what I'm talking about. So um, so if you had a if you took out a you know five year um, bond, if there was a bond that was you know five years in duration um, or five years in maturity, then if you had it at four percent, it's similar to you know to a loan to a degree. When those when when rates rise, it's just not it's not worth the same because you can reprice. If it were to pay off, you could reprice. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So uh, another way to think about it for, uh, you know, for folks is um, I, I like to use the T-shirts. I have no idea why. But I always thought that like a T-shirt, if the T-shirt was, if you went to a store and a T-shirt was $15 and it was a really cool T-shirt and you decided that you didn't, you didn't have your wallet with you or something, but you wanted to buy the T-shirt, so you couldn't. Um, and it was maybe on sale for 15 bucks or whatever you want to call it. And then you come back either the next day or the next week, and it is $30. You you missed out on $15 in value. Does that I make like sense? That. Yeah. So if the price rose, you missed out in value. And you had to drive there twice, so you wasted gas. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And the store was all the way that's, across town. That's right. It was. It's at the promenade and you live in Washington County. Big old drive there. I like that. Yeah. So, so that I mean, that, that's a very simple um, structure for it. And there's a lot of other components to it, but that that's kind of a. That's Luke's. T- yeah. Very high putting level. it on my level. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star rating and drop a review. Follow us on our socials, which can be found in the show notes below. We will catch you next time.